0: Welcome to It's Recess with Jamie and Brian.
1: The podcast invites you to take a playful approach to living awake. Welcome.
0: So excited to be here. It's our first one, Brian.
1: I know. I know. Me too. <laughs> it's, it's great to be here. Um, for those that don't know, we worked together a couple years ago, and it was such a fun time um, doing, doing that show, and so I'm, I'm excited to be back here. and and uh, playing and learning and and sharing and, and all that good stuff.
0: Me too. And I like yeah. the the levity that we're hopefully going to bring, because I take such a serious approach to mm-hmm. life anyways, as it is, you know. So for mm-hmm. those who are just getting to know us, I'm Jamie Dawn, and I have many past lives, being uh, still a mother, but a young mother, and I was okay. in banking and uh, moved into sales management and uh, also office management, and then ended You're up... An author. Like, I'm an author, and I ended up uh, also being a small business owner, which I love, doing coaching and um, astrology and just enjoying life. And I, I'm in Reno, Nevada, so mm. that is where I reside, and that's awesome. what I play. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I know. I lived there for four years. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. There's lots of fun stuff to do there. Yeah. Mm. So. And I'm G. Brian Benson. And I too have lived many lives, um, lifetimes, lives, both, <laughs> all the above. I, I'm currently in LA. I, I'm an author, also. I've written some books. I act a little bit. I love to create positive content in all kinds of different forms, whether it's a short film, um, a spoken word video, um, you know, a, a book. Um, my latest book is called Habits for Success. So you know, I, I, I love to kind of share ideas on how. To live um, more conscious and, and balanced lives. I uh, gosh, I used to run my family business, and then until I left it about eleven years ago into the unknown, which kind of guided me into what I'm doing today. And so, uh, you know, I love to love to do this. You know, chat podcast. Um, and just share good information, you know, and, and it seems like everything that I've kind of done revolves around my own growth process. So in some ways, I feel like I was kind of put here to be just just an example. You know what I mean? Someone who's kind of trying to do the work and and sharing the ups and downs of it and and hopefully um, sparking a little inspiration or um, some knowledge to help somebody else kind of to become the best version of themselves as well, as I know you do, too.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I t- I tend to take the Pollyanna approach to life. You know, mm-hmm. I know that times are tough, especially right now in the middle of 2020. It's you know September of 2020, and what a mm-hmm. year it's been. We've heard lots of uh, conversations, and and uh. obviously in the news and everything with the pandemic. And you know, I, I think this was a an appropriate time to release a podcast where we can play a little bit and and approach this you know, with a little bit of levity, not to dismiss the uh, mm-hmm. difficulties that are going on in the world. But, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's important to to bring in something that gives a positive approach and hope. I believe that hope is something that fear can't uh, reside in. It happens to threaten a lot of fear because the minute that there's that spark of hope, then suddenly we find courage that maybe we didn't know we had, or, you know, there's something that shows up that that we, it's like that light in the darkness.
1: You're absolutely right. Hope and optimism, or well, let's say, optimism is very important, but I mean hope. If we don't have hope, it's really hard to kind of get up in the morning, you know? Something to look forward to, something to kind of shoot for, something to to, um, just, you know, make us feel good about being alive and connecting with others. And uh, luckily, you know, I've gone through a lot of stuff just like everybody else has. But luckily, I've kind of just had a bit of a Pollyanna-ish, optimistic, positive outlook um, through my life that kind of helped me um, get through some of those times just because I knew that, I don't know, you know, just that they're learning experiences. And, and, you know, I always try to kind of, see what I could learn from it and see how I could improve from some of the tough stuff that I went through, which I'd like to think hopefully strengthened me uh, and maybe more aware and conscious as I got older. But uh, I just, you know, I think we're a lot alike in that you mentioned earlier. We're, we're both kind of serious, but yet there's a playful side to us. And I know that I got really serious and there's a part of me that, Put a lot of weight on myself, on my own shoulders, to to have things be a certain way and turn out a certain way, and that really um, was not to my benefit. It helped me get some stuff done, but but I don't know if I was exactly enjoying the ride and the journey that I was on as much as I could have been. And um, you know, just just like you mentioned, this pandemic has really force people, a lot of people to look in the mirror and just kind of, you know, take stock of their lives and and what they're doing and if it's making them happy. And, and I know I was kind of feeling it even before this happened, I just was kind of feeling like I needed a shift in how I was doing things. And so um, hopefully this podcast can, um, you know, just give, give people a little bit of hope, optimism and a bit of a spark and some tools to uh, you know, Take that ride with us, because I know I'm definitely going through some changes.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that that is part of what this podcast is all about. So those of you who are just listening to us,
1: mm-hmm. since
0: it's our first episode, welcome and thank you, mm-hmm. because... When Brian and I were designing it, we thought, what better way, especially because so many are stuck at home or on Zoom or, you know, other computers and they don't get out like they used to. And I, we started thinking about, you know, that serious approach to life and, uh, and, and as kids what happened when we were in school it was like we couldn't wait for recess cuz it gave us a break from <laughs> sitting in a classroom and and listening to a teacher and and receiving all this information we just needed to have an outlet for this energy so we're hoping this podcast will give you guys an outlet to be able to take half an hour out of your day and receive, even if it's just one little nugget of hope or inspiration or something playful that you can laugh about and, (laughs) and that sort of thing. I, Brian doesn't like controversy. I'm going to pick on him. He doesn't like controversy. Yeah. I want to. I like to mix it up. So we're we'll okay. we're going to see how this shape, shapes up as we keep going. And uh, you know, bring I was on, I was the competitive kid, as a you know. So it was like, who wants to do a foot race or? Um, you know, that sort of thing. And it was always the uh, anything you can do, I can do better uh, attitude, right? So let's see how, how we mix it up in this podcast.
1: <laughs> well, feel I mean, you know, I, I definitely not so much anymore. I, I had a, quite a competitive streak too. But as I get older, I just, I don't know, I just I don't, don't want to, I just want to, I don't know, I just want to be happy and have fun. And, and sometimes... I don't know, there's no, you and that can definitely happen while we're being competitive, don't get me wrong. Um, I think all those years of me being competitive with myself and just throwing all that extra weight on is just, I'm probably going in the opposite direction just a little bit right now as I as I clear that out. You know what I mean? But uh, it's, yeah, it's still there. But Isn't as far it, as-
0: It's great. Huh? I love the yeah. contrast because I'm getting hungrier <laughs> the older I'm getting. I I'm like- <laughs> I think I I had that moment, you know, where I was like, okay, I just went easy and fun and happy. And you know what? Life isn't always fun and happy. So this is where I feel, you know, at 46 (laughs) years old, I'm rolling up my sleeves and I'm starting to dig in the dirt again and it's Mm. getting, and it's getting muddy. And Mm. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like a pig in shit. I'm loving it.
1: (laughs) But that's, no, that's perfect though. I think sometimes, boy, we live in our heads so much and that's you know it's really easy for fear to to set up house in 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 our heads when we're doing that and so i mean just digging in the muck and the shit and you know just just kind of getting dirty and and doing some yard work and you know that old what is it the buddha or zen saying um chop water and uh, chop wood and carry, carry water, you know. Yeah, I think it's yeah, you know, you I, I knew what I meant. I knew what I yeah, well <laughs> you know it's gonna you're gonna be doing it for a long time. But uh, but I think it's so important and to do that, you know, and just it just uh you know get ground, ground yourself. And uh yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah. I I'm finding myself hungry for yeah. uh or should I say motivated, hungry for Mm -hmm. the next level, you know, for Mm -hmm. I'm finding myself going through these growing pains and having these, you know, this 2020 experience has made me hungry for life. And so what does that, what does that really look like? What does it feel like for me? And I think that's also another unique perspective is that we all are hungry for something I would hope, because Mm -hmm. if not, that's also where, you know we can fall into depression or or lethargy lethargy or you know um yeah. things like that so finding one thing that you can be hungry food and hungry for and i know that some people may say food you know <laughs>
1: Which, yeah
0: yeah you know, i can say i i did the whole you know freshman 20 during covid that uh, <laughs> that now yeah. i'm doing i'm i'm doing the opposite and you know now that gyms are back open here i can go work out and and i've really restricted my diet and things like that but i'm finding Mm -hmm. the hunger inside of me again to to get my physical body in a place that feels good you know
1: no that's awesome i mean sometimes it takes things being taken away from us before we can appreciate them and really just you know what i mean just obviously and, and and i think that's happening to a lot of people in different ways i when you mention what you're hungry for that's interesting because it got me thinking i think you know even before the the pandemic happened i i've had quite a year to, i also got a cancer diagnosis at the end of december of last year and so i've, I've had to deal with with prostate cancer and surgery which was four months ago yeah. but yet I, I even before both of those things i just intuitively felt like i'm I need more connection. I need to get out more. Cause there's a part of me that is an intro, I'm an outgoing introvert, but I need, I need to get out more. I kind of hold myself up the last 11 years, you know, writing books and and doing all those different projects that I was doing and stuff. And, and I just kind of, you know, I've been feeling like it's time just to kind of get, just, just open myself up more and, and just, um, whatever that means and then all of a sudden all this stuff happened and it's just like it's made me even hungrier for it mm. um, obviously but I got a lot of gifts and blessings from from both the, um, the pandemic and and the cancer diagnosis in that I just I needed I needed to be stopped I needed to, for me to kind of change my course I needed my course to really kind of have an abrupt stop. And it did. I just, I just focused on my health um, up until surgery, you know, just really doing all that I could to, to get myself in a healthy place, mind and body. And, and just, um, just kind of set everything aside and just surrendered. And and it was so nice because in the past it's been hard for me to surrender because I kind of had that, I kept feeling like I needed to keep driving, but this really I don't know whether it was maturity or just, it was just time or, you know, the astrology and the numerology, all that it was kicking in, but it's, I was able to really just not do anything and be okay with it. And
0: um, I'm just curious, Brian, though, Yeah, I mean, you've decided, you've chosen to take a more positive approach or attitude towards mm-hmm. what you went through. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious, you know, why and how you did it because it's easy to fall into Oh no, you know, not only have I been diagnosed with something that's potentially life threatening, but now there's a pandemic that's also life threatening and you know, and, and then you're isolated, which is also one of the top <laughs> top three killers of human beings is to be isolated. I mean yeah, yeah why and how did you choose this positive approach? Uh,
1: that's a great question. I don't know if I necessarily chose it. I think part of it was just my natural way of, of hopefully approaching stuff when it gets tough. And, and I, luckily, I have a lot of tools that I always kind of make sure that I rely on when things get tough, you know, to keep myself in balance as much as I can. But I just, I never felt threatened by the cancer, and I can't explain why. Um, it was a shock when I heard the news, obviously, but I just, I never felt like it was gonna, I never felt like it was gonna mm, kill me. I mean, obviously, but I, I don't know. I just, it really, I was just, I wish I could answer that. Um, I I don't know. It was was a spiritual thing or, or whatever. I just felt. I felt blessed by it. If you can imagine that just because it just made me really wake up and realize that life is short. I mean, we all know it, but yet it sometimes it takes something really powerful to um, really wake us up to it. And it also woke me up as to how I was kind of conducting myself the last three or four years. I kept trying to control things more and more and more. And and it lived out of my head. And the more that I did that, the less happy I became. And actually I never really didn't make a, I, I never, I wasn't making the progress that I was before when I was surrendering and distrusting and, and just happily expecting the unexpected. So getting this diagnosis just kind of really, mm-hmm. almost like this subconscious permission to just chuck that unhappiness and that method of operation that I've been operating the last three or four years out the window and give me a restart. And so I was very grateful for that.
0: Yeah. Well, and, you know, I think about, I'll use metaphors since our title is recess. What um, <laughs> well, you're describing that, you know, being, wanting to have the illusion, if you will, of being in control, right? It's like being on the merry-go-round. Yeah. Th- one of the least favorite uh, apparatuses <laughs> on the playground for me was the merry-go-round because I suffer from motion sickness. Um. and And yet how many times would I put myself on this merry-go-round in life? You know, that definition of insanity. Yeah. And that's that's what it would be. I, I'd be like, I'm on this hamster wheel merry-go-round yeah. of, of continuing yeah. to do the same thing over and over again and thinking I had control over something and I didn't and all the frustrations. And finally, it was like, what do I need to do to break out of this? And, and one of the gifts, as you're pointing to with 2020, has been, it's actually allowed me to reevaluate my standards and, and say, wait a minute, mm-hmm. where have I compromised them and how can I raise them? The only way, because really, you know, I talk about competition when I was a kid. The only real competition that I have now is with myself. How can I improve yes. myself? And then what's that standard? You know, because I, you know... Right now, because my focus is on getting my physical health where I want it to be, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, great. It's not just losing weight per se. It's also how I feel in my body and my clothes and things like mm-hmm. that. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I've gotten to that level. Now it's time to raise the standard again, you know? And so yeah. you look at it in our life and the different areas and people who are struggling with relationship, well, raise that standard. You know, stop settling for the things, I'm not saying you have to get rid of your current relationship, but I'm saying level up yourself in that relationship. You know, how can you show up differently? How can you be the better version of yourself within that relationship? Or, or if you're talking about finances, right? How can you mm-hmm. discipline yourself to, to raise your standard maybe with your, your financial situation? And I realize that's a stretch for a lot of people who are facing unemployment. But, oh, yeah. you know, where can you utilize this time of I have nowhere to, to work at the moment so I can work on myself? Yes, maybe there's yes, a yes, self-improvement. Yes right that there's a skill that you didn't have time to work on while you're doing your job that now you can right
1: right You, you know agreed and i think for me and i have a question for you after i say this um i think at the core of all that stuff that you just mentioned is is how we accept and think about ourselves and i think for me i've it's been a process that's been getting better and better, you know, on my journey here, especially the last 10 years, but I really felt like I just was able to just finally really love and accept myself no matter what um, during this process, which in, um, in and of itself is the biggest weight lifter there is in the world. You know what I mean? As far mm-hmm. as like releasing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: releasing all that. And, and I think part of my competitiveness with myself like you mentioned for yourself was just me feeling like I needed, I wasn't enough. I don't know. I mean, what, what, what about you? What, where did that, where did that come from? And maybe, you know, how did that tie in with that for you?
0: (laughs) So here's my controversial side. I, I grew up, I've been conditioned as a child into my adulthood. I'm a fighter. And, and I also have parental guidance that basically is a truth teller. My, you know, my parents are very much about you tell the truth, even to the point that it could hurt, Mm. (laughs) right? The brutal honesty. (laughs) And, and somehow it seems to motivate me. Something motivates everybody in a different way. Right. And so being completely transparent back in June, I was visiting my kids and, my daughter-in-law took a picture of me with my two kids and I look at it and I go, Jamie, you're fat. Time to lose weight. Mm. I don't know. Don't feel bad for me. I didn't feel bad for me. (laughs) I, I was mad at myself. It was enough for me to be able to go, that's it. It's time to do something about it. Stop talking, start doing, you know, and part of that is, you know, if we're trying to be leaders in our own world, and I'm not saying that you have, have to be an executive somewhere or an owner of a business or whatever, but you can lead yourself. And in order to be a leader, you have to put your money where your mouth is. You've got to show up for yourself. Right. And so that was, that's what the motivation I needed to uh, to basically look in the mirror and say, it's time to change something. And you can't do it if you're just sugarcoating it. I, I can't do sugarcoating. I, I don't mind a little compassion. I mean, I think that's necessary. <laughs> I definitely think it's necessary. I wouldn't go around talk, telling somebody else, hey, you're fat, um, because I don't think that's appropriate. But I can say that to myself, you know? And, uh, and I, I think also, I've witnessed several people I'm close to in my life who've gone through very difficult experiences. And, and I have too. But, and the only way that we can talk about it is because we've experienced it so yeah. I think that's the other thing is that anybody who's struggling right now who's really going through a hard time two things I want to offer one the the Sun will come out again the dawn will come again you will get through this darkness especially if you can have that support person or group with you and number two we often have to experience something so that we can show up authentically because yeah. if if we don't have the experience, I could talk all day long about, I don't know, dump truck driving. <laughs> but, you know, I can go read a book about it or whatever, but I've never driven one. So I can't experientially talk about it. And it's it would be very difficult after a while for people to even believe what I was talking about. Like, oh, yeah, she just read it in a book somewhere. I can go do that, you mm-hmm. know? So I think that's, that is also one of the things that we're starting to pay more and more attention to. We talk about authenticity. We talk about how we want to be our own person and we want to show up in the world and, you know, things like that. But yet what are we willing to do and what experiences are we having? And, and like you're talking about blessing the experience, seeing that there's always something that can come out of it that we mm-hmm. can use to, to be more
1: of ourselves. For sure. And I needed, I needed in a weird way, I needed that diagnosis and I needed the pandemic to happen to me so that I could just, just totally surrender and not continue trying to do what I was doing in a way that wasn't making me happy. I mean, I was trying to be like everybody else in, in you know, in the coaching field and different things and just, just, I, I'm different. You know what I mean? I, I, I I'm, creative i need to create and i need to share in different ways and and you know i, I needed that stoppage to just step back i it was like i was given permission to step back you know what i mean spiritually or whatever it just it, because of those things that happened to me yeah and uh which i would have been hard for me before i mean it would have taken longer i think yeah you know you it would, know it would have been a it would have been a tough grind as i slid down that road until i finally you know. Had a little breakdown. It's like I can't do it like this anymore. I, I was given permission yeah. to do that, and I just stepped into it. And um,
0: well, I think that also whether we give ourselves permission, or it's given to us, or we're forced to mm-hmm. do something. Yeah, yeah,
1: that too. That too. <laughs>
0: right. And, and again, that's where I go back to the perspective that we do have a choice. We don't have a choice in the circumstances. Life happens, shit happens, you know, but we do have a choice in the attitude we take towards it and the attitude we take towards ourselves. And so If your motivation is light and fluffy, then celebrate the little wins. Find one thing, one small thing that works for you, that you can look in the mirror and say, good job. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it means that, you know, something as small as you got out of bed that day.
1: Yeah.
0: And then you do it again and you do it again and you do it again and it becomes a habit. And so when we're forced to Leave our jobs when we're forced to stay home. When we're forced to, um, to I don't know, I'll say wear a mask. You know, some people there's a big controversy with that too. You know, when we're Mm -hmm. forced to to do certain things that maybe we don't want to do, it does offer us also the invitation to take a perspective. And yeah. I could get really pissed off on a lot of things that I don't want to do, but life to me isn't about always doing what feels good. It's about checking mm-hmm. in and doing what feels right. Hmm. So.
1: Yeah, because a lot of times there's, there's that monkey mind that's kind of like feeding us the wrong information,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or or this feeding us the old story that we're kind of attached to instead of maybe taking a half a step back and listening to what your heart and your intuition is telling you that it feels lighter and cleaner and potentially right. But yet, um, you know, a lot of times the ego and the mind w- wins out and it's just a matter of just kind of like just hearing both of those instead, of, you know what I mean? And, and just yep. allowing
0: know, well, that's through
1: and, and trust, trusting it, you know, take a different path today. Totally. Let's see what happens.
0: That's the big theme that, that started a couple of years ago, but it really came to a head this year, is about everyone checking in with their own inner wisdom. Everybody, mm-hmm. my, my clients know, I'm not here to feed them answers. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here to solicit the wisdom inside of them to be communicated to come to the light that there may be some inner wisdom inside of them that they didn't even know existed and that hopefully through conversation and questioning and and uh intuition that we're able to bring that forward and they they can decide whether they want to use it or not whether it serves them but -hmm. at the end of the day we all have to take responsibility and you know that whole word responsibility gets so serious you know Mm. And really, I love the the definition that so many have uh, thought leaders use now is it's the ability to respond. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So what are you responding to? You always have the ability to respond to something or someone, right?
1: Yes, yes. Even though things might feel like we have no choice in the matter whatsoever, we do. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, and it's the choice and there's a response on how we handle what we've been given.
0: Yep. We may not always like the choices. That's the. Absolutely. Absolutely. I
1: know. I know.
0: Yeah. I can tell you, I was the kid that would throw the temper tantrums. If I didn't like what I, you know, what mom or dad wanted me to do. Broccoli
1: or asparagus, JB.
0: Oh, neither. (laughs) Now I love both. As a kid, I hated both. But yeah, I mean, I was the one sent to my room kicking and screaming and, you know, throwing things and very animated, Mm. you know, because I didn't like something. So obviously, as an adult, I'm not throwing the temper tantrums, at least not outwardly.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) outwardly. (laughs) that's
0: funny inside that's a whole different story. Uh, but but i think you made a good point is that which which uh beast if you will are you feeding are you feeding the mm -hmm. the one that they say the two wolves that live inside of us right the dark and Mm -hmm. the light wolf Mm -hmm. so which one do you feed because whichever one you give the most attention to is the one that's going to eat all the energy yeah
1: yeah yeah that's so true wow yeah. yeah Speaking of
0: feeding, I think our recess is about done and it's time for us to go to lunch.
1: Hey, that, that works for me. Are you did you bring your own or are you having hot lunch today?
0: Oh, th- I'm bringing my own. Yeah, I'm, nice. I'm this really strict, uh, you know, paying attention to my food. I don't call it a diet, it's a lifestyle. So, yeah, I brought my own food today. That's
1: perfect. <laughs> nice. How about nice. you? I, I think I, I uh, yeah, I brought my own too. Although I think my mom allows me to have a hot lunch once a week. And so I just kind <laughs> of have to check the menu to see which thing I want the most. you know?
0: Yeah, depends on what they're cooking. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I really hope everybody <laughs> listening has gotten a little something that they can use and be inspired. If nothing else, just taking time out to to check out of the seriousness of life and play a little mm-hmm. bit. So mm-hmm. thanks for sharing this time.
1: Oh, thank you. And, and yeah, thank you, everybody. And I look forward to next, next week.
0: Yeah. And you can find me at jamiedon.com and Brian.
1: At gbrianbenson.com.
0: All right, you guys. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.